This episode of the Kutu Muay Thai Podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Swati Kap, welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai Podcast. Today is Tuesday. April 11th, 2023. I hope you've been doing well. I know there's been not a lot of updates here on the podcast as of late, but I've just been super, super busy and there's a lot of moving parts and that's why I wanted to jump on and do this episode. I'm live on TikTok, so if you see hear me talking to some people on there, that's what it is. If you're not following us on TikTok, go check it out at Pu'u Muay Thai on TikTok, at Pu'u Muay Thai on Instagram. Um, I see some questions popping up here. I'll address them in just a moment as well on TikTok. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Juka. Thank you for stopping by and your questions, man, and Nippy. So let's let's cover this real quick. I want to talk about the Restrict Act. All right, if you're not familiar with what the Restrict Act is, you may have heard it referred to as the TikTok ban, all right? But the thing is, it's not just about TikTok. It is a massive, massive, massive push towards online internet censorship. They're using TikTok as a scapegoat to be able to push that bill through without everybody knowing because everybody's like, oh, China this, China that, and they're trying to push away on that, okay? And if you're here watching on uh, TikTok, make sure to double tap the screen. Let's get some likes on here, guys. All right, let's get some likes going. Boom, 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 double tap screen a couple times. It helps push us in the algorithms on TikTok and push Muay Thai to more people. All right, but go look up the Restrict Act. If you're in the U.S., go contact your congressman. It's very simple. It's very easy. Call them. The thing is, I wrote my congressman in uh, Mr. Salud Carbajal. I'm calling him out. I said, I spoke specifically about the Restrict Act. I said, hey, are you aware of what this act does? And he only responded with how it bans TikTok. So there you have their minds made up, guys. But you have to speak out on this stuff. All right, so I, I'll get off my soapbox now. So, getting into uh, kind of what we've been up to. Pu'u Muay Thai has been very busy. There's the rumble in the jungle that Coach Ryan had going down with the Ferals down in Tulum, Mexico. Um, the PMTSB student Brian won first round knockout. It was pretty amazing. I have a little clip of him. I'll, I'll get into the podcast here in a bit as well. But we had that going on. We had all this activity and stuff happening here in not only in Colorado, but in California as well. All right, so I'm going to get into first some of these questions before I get into that. Hoping to see Stamp and Rod Tang win, absolutely. I think um, both of them, I have I have the limited edition prints here at Pu'u Muay Thai. Um, oh, I lost you guys. Here at Pu'u Muay Thai, I'm putting Do Not Disturb Mode on so that way I can keep seeing your guys' screen because I have a bunch of text flying in right now. Everybody's waking up. Um... At Pu'u Muay Thai, I have these limited edition prints from my friend Matt Lucas. Chatri Sit Your Tongue, but the last one, they're limited edition. There's only 10 of them in the world. I'm super stoked. I'm owner of two, two of the stamps, one Rod Tang. All right, uh, limited edition numbered, super stoked on that. So uh, 
Juka says, Mike Cruz said I'm having a smoker on the 29th. Is smoker considered a fight or a sparring session? So Juka, you should really um, talk to your coach because a smoker is a really loose term. And typically a smoker, what we used to do in California, those were amateur fights essentially. Um, of course, you weren't trying to like knock somebody out during those times, but they did happen and they were full contact. So depending on where you're at, I don't know where in the world you're located. I can't speak better on it for you. But I, I hope that better answers your question. Um, give me more, some more context if you're still on here, and I'd be happy to address that, okay? Next one, we have um, going on to California. All right, so in California, for the first time ever, WBC Muay Thai is going to be sanctioning amateur Muay Thai events here in the state of California. So they, they haven't even sanctioned professional. They've had um, WBC Muay Thai bouts, right? But they, didn't, they weren't sanctioned by WBC. They are sanctioned by the California State Athletic Commission. I've talked about this a bit here before. So there's a delegated entity by the state of California. Um, they've only let one amateur sanctioning body have control of this since I think like 2012, 2013. Um, and I'll call it like it is. It was a monopoly. They weren't letting anybody else in. There's a bunch of other people trying. The people at the top were punching down at other organizations trying to get in. I experienced it firsthand. And it was a totally political, politically incentivized bullshit. The thing is, it's they're they're not we're not trying to like get other organizations out. We just want more opportunities. So um, the thing is, the other organizations that are in, you know, in, in my eyes, I, I've been doing Muay Thai for you know fifteen years, only doing Muay Thai. I didn't do any other martial arts. Been to Thailand. I don't know how many times. Thanks for the likes, guys. Thailand so many times. And with these different organizations, you can tell the, I guess you could say, things getting watered down, all right? Not just from, like, a judging standpoint, because the judging criteria seemed off a lot of the times, lack of consistency, but also when it came into, like, the... Um, culture and, and the rules and how the referees conduct themselves, how the fighters conduct themselves. These are all things that are very important to the art of Muay Thai. We talked about this on the podcast before, where one championship got sued by the Sports Authority of Thailand. I could see that happening here in the U.S. at some point if these organizations don't start bringing up speed on how they are transparent about how they conduct themselves. All right. But with that said, I'm going to get off that is now uh, WBC Muay Thai has been given amateur designation. They're doing five events uh, as a test run. The first event is next Saturday, April 15th in Newark, California. For the first time, I've been officiating since 2016, guys. So for the first time since 2016, I actually get to officiate at a sanctioned event in California. So I am freaking pumped. I've officiated all over the world, all over the country, I've worked with every, almost every organization. And there's some things that are happening in there I can't really talk about uh, with the state and what some of the guidelines they're giving WBC. But I'm just going to say it's really it's not fair what they're, what they're saying. And um, I think there's a strong case to say that um, possibly, you know, even – I'm not going to say. I'm not going to put that out there into the world. I, I'm going to say it's going to work out for the long term. And I'm going to see – 
these organizations work together for the long term. I'm going to see CSAC, I'm going to see other sanctioning bodies in, in WBC Muay Thai working together to help grow the sport because that's what I want to see. All right. Um, is that what it's looking like? Not so much, but I do. That's what I want to see personally. All right. Going into that, I'm very excited to get to work with that because it's a big step because the idea and the model for WBC Muay Thai is having authentic Muay Thai. My mentor spent 22 years helping train officials and do this stuff here in California. And, you know, he retired. There's other people that stepped in and, and helped keep that going. And now there's a big team. It's freaking amazing. All right. I'm very excited. It's literally us getting to live on the backs of our the people that came before us in the art here in the United States and being able to continue to build and carry that flag of Muay Thai so that way it does not go away and it will be here for years to come. All right. So that's that's where that comes in. And that's why I'm so excited about it. So if you're up in New York, California, do not go throw paper airplanes and throw spit waters at the referees. Um, do go out and go enjoy some fights. I believe the fights start at 1.30 p.m. I want to say it's at KOA Fitness uh, in Newark, California. That's up in the Bay Area uh, near San Francisco. For those that are not familiar with California, um, be driving up the morning of, go work all day, and maybe drive back, maybe stay at night, and then just drive back Sunday. Um, again, guys, this is all stuff that we do because not because we're making millions. or No one's getting rich off of this stuff. It's because we want to see more opportunities for people like you and if you're looking at competing, I want to see you competing, all right, at a fair and safe event. So that's that's the main thing, and with the authentic rule set of Muay Thai, so that way, when we have stronger athletes here in the USA, we can become number one in the sport of Muay Thai because it's one of those sports that America is not number one in. All right, going on to I have here on our TikTok, I have a scrolling background. Exciting news. There's some other big news that's coming up. Outside of that, like I said, that was like 22 plus years of work that's put into the sanctioning stuff in California. We have one FC, one championship coming to their inaugural USA event in United States in Denver, Colorado on May 5th. And holy hell am I bummed that I waited to get tickets. I waited to get tickets. And I was like, oh, no way this is going to sell out. Um, people don't really know what one is. Well, shit, man, it, it sold out. So, congrats to One FC. They didn't really have to market it that hard, and it sold out. That says a lot about an event, and I really feel like it's going to do great. So, kind of going into this regulation stuff again, going back into it because they, they're related, is that one championship's mixed martial arts rules are not what are called or considered the quote-unquote, unified rules of mixed martial arts. The unified rules of mixed martial arts do not allow knees to the head of a grounded opponent. One championship does allow knees to the head of a grounded opponent, which, in my opinion, as a spectator, it prevents all the stalling and stuff where people start booing when you're watching stuff like UFC and Bellator. All right? I'm just going to take a little sip of my coffee here. With that said... I think it's more exciting. It makes the fights more of a banger. It, you know, do I think somebody should be kneeing the head on the ground? No, that shit's fucked up. You guys are crazy. If you guys are wanting to do that, man, more power to you. I'm all about stand-up stuff. Fighting on the ground is it, it's another beast. I've I've done a little bit of jiu-jitsu, some grappling. Uh, grappling in Muay Thai is strictly stand-up clinching. 
that shit's hard. I can't imagine with your head stuck on the ground getting pounded in or getting a knee to the face. So, um, if you haven't watched one championship and you're hearing this, you probably think, that sounds crazy. It actually doesn't happen that often because fighters understand that that is a risk, right? The last organization I believe that did this was Pride back in Japan. So Pride rules didn't allow elbows, but one championship does. Pride rules allowed knees to the head. <clears throat> one championship does allow knees to the head. So it's actually a, a step up. All right. I think it's a really uh, exciting time in mixed martial arts. But what happened is there was a big push by athletic commissions to not allow one championship to have their rule set allowed in the United States because it didn't fit these quote-unquote unified rules of mixed martial arts. All right. So that's where it kind of comes into play. And the, a lot of that spearheads from California because a lot of the states look at California because we had the mo some of the most activity. The Real Wellness Warrior over on TikTok, Swati Cop. Welcome, man. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Um, are you, are you going to watch this? Are you going to watch this? All right. Are you going to watch the one championship fight night? I got this score in the background, the main event on here, too. I have some news about that as well. Going into it, all right, is it's very exciting to see that there is enough support on a commission level for, in Colorado from the combat commission there to push and not listen to the political pressure, the political pressure to allow these athletes to come earn an income on a world stage in the United States. That's what it's about, baby. Freedom. All right. I think this is integral. It's going to be a great event. The elevation in Denver, I think, is going to play a role. All right. I'm going to go into this main event that, that I'm talking about here that's going on my background because I'm going to talk about elevation a little bit. We have Rod Tang, all right, Jit Mong Nun versus Edgar Tabarez. All right, so you guys know who Rod Tang is. He's the guy that's sitting there getting uh, eating punches and he's just, a, he's just a tank, right? He had to pull out of his last fight because I guess he uh, herniated a disc in his back or something like that from overuse injury. Um, Edgar Tabarez, on the other hand, who is from, he's nearby Mexico City, so he's got that elevation training, all right? And Tabarez is an excellent fighter. I've been watching him for a couple years now uh, at, through WBC Muay Thai Mexico. I, uh, my fighter and friend Eric Adams, who was, uh, we brought down to Monterey, who's been here on the podcast a couple times, if you've been listening, uh, fought against Edgar Tabarez's uh, training partner, so we were cornering against each other, and we met each other after the fight. Uh, he's an excellent fighter, very technical. Uh, and Rod Tang isn't outside of being able to get outsmarted in the fight. All right, so uh, it is definitely a little bit of a jump up in, uh, like, competition stage for Tabarez. But do I think he, ha he, could be he could stop this fight? If it does get stopped, I see it being stopped with a cut, all right, or some kind of body shot with a knee. Alright, so I think that's something that, that's just my prediction out there. But I have Edgar Tabarez is going to be coming over onto the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast on Friday. What's the date on that? Let me pull up the date. On Friday, April 14th. Alright, so he's going to be on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast. I'm going to stream it live on the Muay Thai community Discord. There's like a live, if you haven't been on Discord, there's like a live voice feature. And I do see some questions coming on TikTok. I'll answer them in a second for you guys. 
I'm excited to have him on the podcast, talk about this amazing opportunity for him that he's gotten with one championship to step up and contest for the title. Tabarez is a WBC Muay Thai Intercontinental Champion, I believe, or national. He's, I know he's a national champion, but I believe he actually uh, fought against the Italian. I don't know if it's a world title or if it was just intercontinental. I need to go back and go look at that. I should find out. Uh, really excited about that. Again, that's WBC Muay Thai, Mexico. Um, really looking forward to seeing Tabarez and Rod Ting throw it down at Elevation in Denver on May 5th. All right, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free on Amazon Prime. So if you have a smart TV, you probably have Amazon Prime TV already installed in there. Go watch it. The video on demand will always be available as far as I know. That's how it's been. Uh, if you listen to this later on, it's not. Sorry, guys, you missed out. All right, so I'm going to get into this question here. IK471, I have my first inner club next month in MMA and Muay Thai. Any advice? IK471, yes, my first bit of advice is I wouldn't be asking here on TikTok. All right, talk to your coach. That's first and foremost. Second, I have a book called Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight. It's available on Amazon. I have a digital Kindle version. If you have a smartphone, you could, or even on a desktop, you could actually de- buy the Kindle book and read it on your smartphone or on your desktop device or on your tablet. You don't need a Kindle Fire or anything like that to be able to read it. I cover everything you need in there. Outside of that, I would say enjoy the experience, man. Trust in your training. Have fun and talk to your coach. If you're nervous, let them know. All right? Okay, thanks. No worries, IK471. I hope that helps, man. Uh, and I, I see Sam over here. Uh, that's yeah, I see you in there, man. What's up? Hope you're doing good, my friend. Mr. Sam Bailey. I believe that's your name. But excited for these fights to come up, guys. I just had to give this quick update. Uh, if you didn't check out the last podcast that we posted, the last episode too, it was a throwback podcast episode to show you how far Muay Thai has come. We were literally on a soap opera talk show podcast to talk about a Muay Thai event because there was just there wasn't shit for like coverage from Muay Thai media to see where media has come. Content creators um, such as Sam Bailey to be able to go out. And build a name for themselves. Use these platforms to leverage to be able to have a social media following. People to know who they are. To be able to uh, amplify their voice in their fights. It is amazing to see. What's going on, brother? I knew you would hear me. Thanks for tuning in, man. Are you going to be watching the one championship fights? This one, May 5th. I have Edgar Tabarez on uh, live on the podcast. I'll stream it here on TikTok as well. And we're going to have him, uh, it's at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I think you're about, what, three hours ahead of that? Or two hours? I think you're Mountain Standard Time. Or what are you seeing time? Yeah, time zones fuck me up. Maybe May 5th, I'll be in Nashville for Waco. Awesome, man, it's the Waco Nationals, right? Mike Moita, yo, what's up, my brother? Hope you're doing good. I'm two hours ahead of you. So you're two hours ahead. So at 3 p.m. on Friday, if it's before training, if you want to listen in to how Edgar Tabarez's game plan is for Rod Tang, I'm going to have an exclusive live one championship. It was an amazing opportunity. One championship reached out to us to have their athletes here on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast. Super excited about that. Um, and to get to get those features from, from one championship uh, and those reach outs from them. All right, uh, we started this podcast in 2019 because we had so many different chats and stuff like that, too. I'm going to leave now, bro. I'm going to go training. See you later. Mike Moita, have a good training session, man. Seeing 
how we just started just because we knew that there's conversations that we we're having that other people would be interested in this information they needed to hear thank you for the likes sam bailey um and seeing it create an audience in a community such as here on tiktok on discord and stuff like that it has been amazing super grateful for every single bit of it um i kind of update personal update what i've been doing too uh been working a lot with the team at both academies with coach ryan santa barbara with the team he's been building and with career down in ventura with the team he's building and um one of our coaches got married shout out to coach connor congratulations to the olonics uh super excited for you guys thanks for including me in your wedding even though i was dropping eat sleep tips during your ceremony thanks for not not kicking my ass uh i think it's a very exciting time in Muay Thai. Uh, it's also a very interesting time in our country. And I am, I'm here for it. All right. So thank you so much for tuning to the Putu Muay Thai podcast today, guys. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please go check out the links in the show notes. I got a ton of stuff going on. Um, I've been doing uh, web design, content creation, consulting since 2012. So if you are a business, if you are a fighter, if you are a gym owner and you are looking at getting a new website, if you're in real estate, anything like that, anything with lead generation and follow up, let me know. Give me a shout out. I want to help you out. All right. The link is down in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today and have a great day. That's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me if you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing.